Hello, and welcome to the Igniting Consciousness podcast, your place to be inspired and empowered to be the change you wish to see within yourself, your family, and the world around you. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Horine, a chiropractor, a 3-5 manifester that does human design readings, a magnetic alignment coach, a cleanse to ascend coach, and a natural wellness mama. My desire is to share all of my learnings in a way that will align you toward radiant health and wellness. I know that a vibrant life expression requires a healthy mind, body, and spirit, so it is also my goal to elevate your awareness and knowledge of how to properly tend to each of these. You'll receive wisdom through educational teachings and interviews about health, living a vitalistic lifestyle, conscious parenting, universal truths, spirituality, manifestation, and human design. My hope is that with these episodes, you can be empowered to take action towards your health and overall wellness, which will create an attractive vortex energy for others to do the same. If we all ignite our consciousness, we can remember how to be the super conscious creators that we already are. So let's get to it and be that change today. Welcome back to the Igniting Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Horine, and we're continuing on with our series talking about practicing natural hygiene because you want to be able to have healthful vitality. We've already been talking about foods that we were designed to eat, aka your species-specific diet. We've talked about sufficient nutrition, healthy water, and proper hydration. We've talked about strong enough sunshine, and now we're talking about restful sleep. Yes, And for those that are seeing the video here, you can see that I'm actually sitting on a bed right now. So what better time and opportunity than talk about restful sleep whenever I just had some restful sleep. And I'm actually on vacation with my baby, with my family, and went to Universal Studios last night, um, yesterday. And given the timing of when I'm recording this episode, there's actually a, there was a Cat 1 hurricane happening. And uh, we've been very blessed in that it didn't hit as hard as it was anticipating hitting. Um, But neither here nor there saying that I actually had restful sleep this morning that I was able to get up and practicing my human design and the way I am best and is in most alignment with my soul is getting up and tuning into what feels good for me. Like, am I ready to do my ritual routine of do I feel like exercising? Do I feel like meditating? Do I feel like stretching? Do I feel like doing yoga? Do I feel like having, um, doing some breathing exercises, what feels good for me right now? Of course, there's variables like what's the weather like, if it's going to allow me to be outside, etc. And then um, also being able to record content. And that's part of what part of what I like doing. And the timing of that for me, um, it matters within the time range. And so getting up and having restful sleep is very important. So it can set the rhythm and the tone of my day for the way that I'm designed. And it's probably going to be similar for you that no matter what, we are all human beings needing to sleep. Okay. Now, given human design, because for those that don't know, I actually do human design readings as well. We are all, and it is all, we all need sleep. We all need sleep, but the levels and amount of sleep, it absolutely varies from person to person, the stage of life that you're in. But what's more important is the quality of the sleep that you're having or having restful sleep whenever you are sleeping. So let's start talking about the difference. Now, there can be people that are like, I require eight hours of sleep, or I require only minimal of six hours of sleep, or I'm only getting four hours of sleep, or however many hours it is, or else you don't feel like you've slept enough to be able to carry on your day, to have the energy to do the activities, do your job, work and be with your family like like is required for your body. 
Now, the hours can absolutely change, let alone not even based on your type when it comes to human design, but just based on anybody, the quality and the depth of the sleep that you have matters that much more. The more that you can get into several cycles of REM sleep, which is that rapid eye movement, REM, there's different levels of sleep, different levels of brainwave activities. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but just to give a quick overview, whenever we're in our active states, we're in the, the beta state, and which is also the state of like active mind. I'm, I'm, I'm driving, I'm doing work, I'm exercising, I'm really being active during that time. There's theta brainwave states, which is more of a relaxing state, being able to alter your consciousness and really being able to go deeper. So we've got theta, you've got alpha, beta, theta. Um, delta is a really deep level of brainwave activity. When I say brainwaves, it's like the level of sleep, but also you can get in these different levels of brainwaves, not necessarily sleeping. You can do it through meditation. You can do it through um, Tai Chi, uh, Qigong, and different different levels of activities that allow you to be in this altered brainwave state or altered level of consciousness, allowing you to rest, restore, right? That's what deep, when I'm talking about deep, restful sleep, truly allowing your body to rest. So there's different levels of activation of your brain of what you're doing um, and what you're able to do on those levels of activation and then also levels that are better for being able to concentrate, maybe really getting lost in your mind doing art, maybe getting, when you say getting lost, when you hear people saying, I'm getting lost in the art of it, I'm getting lost in my work, I'm getting lost, they're in an altered, altered brainwave state. And those altered brainwave states also allow you to get into different levels of consciousness of allowing yourself to quiet your mind enough because you're not actively having to know when you're taking a left turn or right turn or when you're needing to act like you're not having to be so active. It's allowing to rest your mind enough to not have to be so alert in your mind to allow other information to come in, allow you to process things same thing when it comes to like digesting in your body. If you're not eating all these heavy foods and let alone acidic acidic foods, toxic foods for your body, you're giving your body more of an opportunity to detox and cleanse and purify. And it's the same concept whenever with your brain. If, you're, if your brain is in this active state, constant work, 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 stress, worry, fear, anxiety, panic, guilt, all these low frequency emotional um, elements, then your mind is not able to rest either. You're not able to be in a restful state, in a in a uplifting state, in a let's repair state, in a surrender release state, okay? So getting into deep, full re- deep and rest, like true deep rest, okay? What are ways that you can do that? Well, different practices prior to sleep. I'll tell you one thing is do not eat a full big meal especially, I mean, if you're eating a species-specific diet, you're already going to be better off. And then if you're also listening to the circadian rhythms, and for those that don't know, the circadian rhythms, meaning when the sunlight is coming up and when the sunlight is going down, and the rhythm of which your rest-awake cycle is, if you're not eating high, having to break down foods like that are acidic and toxic and heavy on the body, then you, whenever you go to sleep, your body's having to use all of the energy to digest your food versus restore, repair, relax, rest. Rest and digest, right? So that's the first thing. First thing is 
making sure you're really paying attention to the timing of whenever you're going to bed and the timing of whenever you're having your last meal of the day or heavy meals that are going to cause one, if you're having sugar and you're having caffeine or chocolate or coffee or these other types of foods that keep your body in the wakeful state, keeping your mind buzzy, buzzy, buzzy. Now I get it for those that are like in college or in school and you're trying to cram for the chest or cram for this, cram for a project, even in the work in the workforce. If you're cramming for a, some sort of PowerPoint you're creating for presentations that you have, it's like, okay, you're going to, you know that, or, or when you're driving late at night, I mean, I travel a lot, me and my husband travel a lot. So I know whenever we're driving, if I'm munching and I'm eating, that's going to keep me awake. It's going to give me energy to stay awake. Or you're going to go to places where there's bright stimulating lights, like what you're getting watching this video right now, or coming from your phones, the blue light activation coming from your tablets, from your phones, from your computers. Okay, that's another thing. So let's just go back to the food. The types of foods that you're eating can keep you in the awakened state and not allowing your body to then relax enough to actually get give yourself the time to get into the deep restful states of relaxing, repair, recycle, allowing yourselves to cleanse, purify, allowing your body to fully, truly rest, to be awakened in a more like you, when waking up, like, and for those of you that know that don't sleep very well, there is a distinct difference from saying, I have truly rested. I truly rested last night versus I just slept and woke up a lot and had to go to the bathroom or shifted and tossed and turned and all these other things, right? So the foods that you're eating before you go to bed, heavy meals, making sure you're not doing that at least an hour, preferably hour and a half before going to bed, make sure you're not doing that. So you're planning for the timing that you're planning on going to bed and not having heavy foods, let alone activating foods, high um, like and f- sugars and all this other stuff, which you shouldn't be doing anyway. But for those that can't help with their late night snacks and this and that, avoid doing that because it's just going to keep you up. The other thing, blue light stimulation. Watch the blue light stimulation that you're having before going to bed. And like I said earlier, from your phones, from your tablets, from your computers. I know you want to just browse on Facebook, browse on Instagram, whatever social media platforms you're using. Maybe um, you're doing um, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever the social, maybe you're playing games either way. Or you're like, no, I'm reading a book on my phone. It is so much better to make sure that it goes into the nighttime mode. Here's your different options with that blue light stimulation. When I'm saying the blue light stimulation, it's that bright light that's coming out that is activating you, keeping in that active brainwave state of keeping you awake so that we can consume more, i.e. watch more, play more games, consume more of that information or watching more of what's happening on a social media, whatever it is, watching movies, watching shows, okay? Or same thing. Going into the Walmarts, I mean, my goodness, Walmart with that bright light stimulation. People that have migraines know they cannot handle the bright light. They have to literally dim the light by wearing sunglasses when they're going out into Sam's Club, Costco's, Walmarts, any of those places where there's those bright fluorescent lights. Even a lot of workspaces and workplaces, they have those bright fluorescent lights because they want you to stay awake and activated is what they want. And those are not great for whenever your body's trying to be going into the calm down, start resting state, following the normal circadian rhythm of the sun rising, sun setting. 
that just totally the 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 light stimulation that is coming off of it. We just talked about sunlight in our last episode, and if you haven't listened to it, take a, or have a listen to that. Talking about the importance of sunlight and the light spectrum that it provides. These fluorescent horrible lighting is is literally it's toxic in another way let alone it's toxic where you have to recycle them in a special way um, because the toxicity of what creates the fluorescent lights even those high efficiency lighting it is not good for brain activation or for brain wind activation in fact it actually like is is harmful to your pineal gland which is your third eye which is your connection to higher source energy spirit divine god source all consciousness right that from constant, constant, constant influx of that. So what can you do? You can put, there's um, actually Flux. There is a um, app on any of the phones, any of your tablets, it's called Flux. You can set that where it starts to lower the blue light stimulation and it starts to put more of an amber hue behind it so that it's not so bright. And so that way you can still start to get sleepy and tired even if you're still playing your games on the social media, on the tablets for whatever reason you may be on it. But it's going to alter the color. So don't go shopping on uh, whatever shopping, don't go on a shopping spree whenever you're needing your colors to be correct because it's going to alter the colors so it's not going to be the same coloration um, as what it would be if it was on the bright light spectrum like it typically is but it alters and changes so you can set the time of whenever the sun starts to set or when you plan on starting to go down into like getting ready for rest set that flux app f-l-u-x you can set that app and it's free set it on your phone on your uh, computer so that way it'll automatically start changing the coloration and the background or um, on your screens so it's not as bright it's not activating your brain it, you're still allowing yourself to calm down the other thing is you can change where it goes into dark mode you have light mode and dark mode also you can play with that so it has a black background versus a white background whether it's on texting typing whatever it is um, the read only mode you'll notice that on a lot of phones and tablets they'll have that that black background um, so that way it you could still see the contrast of the white lettering on the black but it's not going to be so harsh on your eyes um, another thing you can do are called blue blockers now that's a particular brand I know they have many off brands now since this was first introduced, but Blue Blockers is a brand, BLU Blockers. They are sunglasses. They look like sunglasses. They're glasses that will have an amber hue or have different colors. And they actually have uh, clear ones now too that'll block the blue light that is coming off of your screen. So similar to the concept for all you fishers out, fishermen out there, for those um, needing to block the harsh rays of the sunlight, um, reflecting whenever you're driving or whenever you're out walking or whatever, how you'll wear like the rose colored glasses because it allows you to see clearer and stuff. With blue blockers, there are different ones. There's lenses that are amber, which I don't recommend you wearing the blue blocker glasses with the amber whenever you're driving because again, it alters the color on the signals on the red, the um, yellow and the green signals whenever you're driving, which will kind of mess with you there. So um, I don't recommend doing it wearing them while you're driving, but I do recommend if you're having to go out, go shopping um, in these places like the Walmarts and the Costcos and the Sam Clubs where they have those really bright fluorescent lightings to wear that or in the workplace or at home. And you can do it while you're watching TV, while you're watching anything that's giving off of that, that bright fluorescent blue light spectrum, you can wear these blue blockers. Like I said, there's amber colored glasses and then there's ones that are clear that I don't feel like they're as heavy as uh, being able, but they're still blocking it. So it's better than not wearing it at all. And I'll tell you, you won't notice it right away, but within about three days of getting these blue blocking glasses, and you can look it up and buy them on Amazon or wherever you prefer, 
and they have them in so many styles. So they're really cool looking nowadays, not just the aviator styles. Um, but you can, we all know like for about three days in, you'll really start to notice you're starting to yawn. You're starting to get tired sooner. So you want to put same concept of not eating about an hour and a half before you plan on going to bed. You want to put these blue blockers on about an hour and a half before going to bed as well. So that way you're starting to get yourself in a synchronizing into a circadian rhythm to allowing yourself to start to change and alter the brain wave state to allow you to go down and to get to restful sleep, okay? So in the restful sleep, in fact, whenever you're sleeping, you should be going through um, at least several, I'd say several, but I'd say at least three, two to three different levels, probably more three levels of REM sleep because REM isn't actually the deepest level of sleeping, the rapid eye movement I'm talking about. It's just past REM sleep where, um, so there's the REM sleep is where you're having dreaming, you're dreaming, and there's even dreams that happen in a deeper state than that. But definitely like whenever the eyes are altering is whenever you're going into that dreamland state and you actually want to go past that level of dreamland state and then it comes up. So imagine it like a wave, like you've seen on a heart rhythm, how you have, have a little wave and with breathing and everything else, everything happens in waves. Isn't it so amazing with frequency? You have a brain wave state, you have micro wave state, all these different types of waves, right? So with the waves, same thing with the sleeping and getting into deep rest, that REM sleep is actually like whenever the dream state is, but you actually want to get a little deeper than that because that's when true healing and recovery happens. And the other thing is that's so important. So deep healing and recovery, and then you'll come back up, you'll get a little more back up. So it's like you're rising a little bit more into that dreamland state. And you'll notice that you can actually have two to three dreams a night and you should be dreaming every night and you should be able to wake up. Now there's different ways to be able to remember your dreams and I can talk about that um, a little bit if you decide that you're interested in that. Definitely leave that. I'll leave notes and comments if you'd like me to talk a little bit about dreaming. I'm not an expert on the dream waves so if there are people that are listening to this and they're experts in the dreaming field and um, interpreting uh, dreams and best ways to remember your dreams and information you can receive from it. I'd love to do a talk for you and invite you on the podcast. So there's an invite putting that out there. So all you projectors out there that, uh, that are waiting the invitation, there's your invitation. And all from all my uh, generators and Manny gens out there, there's an opportunity for you to respond, to reach out to me saying that you would love to be able to talk about, um, interpretation of dreams. Cause I'd love to talk to you about that. So that being said, different levels of the dream wave state, I already talked about watching what you're eating, of course, avoiding caffeine, sugars, all these other obvious things. And that goes for your kids too, by the way. Don't feel like you're like you're skimping out and your your child's not living the quality of life that they love to be living because you're not giving them sugar, let alone you're not giving them sugar before bed. So whenever we have these kiddos that we're like, oh my gosh, they're so hyper, they're not going to bed, they're so hard to get to bed. One Talk to me about human design. I'll talk about that, the different ways to help your kids um, and the different ways that it's best for them to go to bed, different ways it's best for you to go to bed and to focus on based on your human design. Same thing for your kids. They are a different soul. They have different types of human design um, than what you are. And so the way that they're going to go to bed is going to be a lot different than the way that's going to be best for you to get into deep, restful sleep, let alone the amount. But Sugars across the board, do not give the sugars, the caffeines, and all these other activating types of foods, heavy foods, hour and a half before bed, same thing with what you're drinking, okay, so I know some people are like, I need to calm myself down after work, it's been so stressful, my day's been so stressful, and it's very common for people to have altering chemicals, alcohol, or altering substances, 
pot, marijuana, um, whether they're edibles or you're smoking it, doesn't matter, whatever it is, all these mind-altering substances are another thing to avoid before going to bed. And I know a lot of people use that as a way to get tired, to come down from their day. Sure, it might be successful and productive, but whenever even someone's talking about marijuana alone, sure, it's more of a natural way to go about it, but anytime you're having to take outside substances to alter your mind, you need to ask yourself, why am I having to rely on outside substances to alter my mind in order for me to rest? Why? Okay. Regardless of, of, and you might need to take inventory on what are you doing with most of your day? Clearly, it's not building you up. It's not providing you energy. If you're not excited from it and it's it's dra- it's draining you, you're having to relax and de-stress from how stressful the day is. I mean, it's really important for you to take inventory. I'm going to talk about this in other episodes of how you're spending your day and who you're spending your time with and how you're doing it. So without going into that, um, but the altering chemicals, it's going to mess with the circadian rhythm. It's going to mess with your brainwave state. Even if you're like, no, 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 it totally calms me down and it makes me fall asleep. It's groggy sleep. It's not deep, restful sleep. In fact, you, you're almost going into like zombie-like state that whenever you're getting up, it's messing with the timing of which those rhythms of the brainwave um, states are going through of truly going into REM, a little bit lower, restore um, um, detoxify, cleansing, everything else that happens with all your cells. Because when you're resting, every cell in your body is given the opportunity to do its job to the highest level of whatever it needs to do um, based on the demands you're placing on your body. And if you're taking altered chemical substances, those are toxic to the body. Yes, it alters your mind. Yes, it maybe calms you down. But it is toxic to the body. So with alcohol, your body has to detox it. So now you're forcing your body to have to work harder to detoxify while you're sleeping. Not allowing you to truly rest and recover because it has to work harder at detoxifying. Same thing when it comes to the marijuana. Is that whenever you're smoking, sure, it takes you down and you're like, boom, you go right into a deep restful state. And you're like, you know, you're like zombie-like. And it's like, okay, cool. Calms you down. But same thing. Your body has to like cleanse and clear that out of the system. It's, it's toxic in the body, which is why it alters the mind. You can actually do that on your own through breathing. <sighs> Going through a rapid breathing practice. Again, I'd love to invite somebody who practices, does breath work and everything else. I'd love to have a conversation with you on it. I'm not an expert on it, but I knew a lot about it because I understand the body and the nervous system and the mind and the way that it works. And I'd love to talk to somebody else about that. So I invite you on the podcast as well. So um, doing different breathing exercises. So avoiding altering chemicals, unless you're planning on being up, don't, I mean, being up and you don't want your body to truly go into restful sleep, it'll get you into grogginess. And you know what I mean when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I went to sleep and I was like a rock and I like couldn't wake up and you're like really slow to get activated in the morning. You didn't have restful sleep. If you had restful sleep, let me tell you on the other side of it, you're, you're ready to get up out of bed. You're ready to like go after whatever it is you want to go after. You're ready to go do your exercise. You're ready to go for a walk. You're ready to get your day started. If you're not waking up ready to get your day started, you didn't have restful sleep. You or you did it long enough. You did not go and have down deep enough into your sleep or have those several levels of sleep. Grogginess is not a sign of getting restful sleep. So there's a distinct difference. Even if you're like, oh, I totally slept for eight hours, but then you woke up a lot in between. You went to the bathroom, you, you know, you, whatever other reason you had to get up, that's not restful sleep. 
because it was broken. It was altered. You shouldn't have to truly get up in a rising state, which is another thing. Um, you're like, oh yeah, I only woke up because I had to go pee. If you're having to go pee in the middle of the night, that's another thing. What are you drinking before bed? Are you having the alcohol? Because your body with alcohol, obviously your body, your kidneys are a detoxification and a cleansing and purification area as is your liver. So if your body's having to get toxicity out or it's doing its job, it's going to wake you up, which is going to change the brainwave activation. And that's when cortisol, that stress hormone, cortisol isn't always bad. It's not. And in fact, I don't even want to look at it as good and bad. We need cortisol. We need that stress hormone. That stress hormone is very, very necessary for adapting. It's very necessary for us to get out of danger when we're in danger. And it's very necessary for, and that's what wakes us up in the morning. So that's a whole other conversation. Talk about the hormone levels. Hormones are in sync with, and they, they are also what allow you to get in these different brainwave levels. It's, it's totally in rhythm. Again, the hormones are, a, are a, a, a wave state as well. And so when the hormones are going up and when the hormones are going down, have everything to do also whenever you're getting tired and when they're rising back up. So if you're in a constant state of stress, constant state of cortisol bursting out, going to lead to a bunch of hormone issues, which is going to lead to adrenal fatigue. Um, how many people have adrenal issues? And there, you know, your skin's going to show it. You're going to get black under your eyes and uh, hair might be falling out. You're going to get, um, you're not going to be absorbing the way you need to. There's so many other signs and symptoms and your body's going to express to let you know that your hormones are off too. So hormones are all about that. And it's amazing just by practicing natural hygiene, the things I started talking about already in this series already changing those things are going to change your hormone profile. It's going to change your ability to get into restful sleep. It's going to change your ability to be able to wake up feeling bigger in the morning, feeling ready to start your day versus, oh, I feel so groggy. It's taken me a while to get out of bed or having to do like, like you're, you're like, like a quote old person having to like, you know, get up off the bed of special way. You've got to like swing your body around and it's so calculated. You should be able to just spring out. If you're not springing out of bed, you should be able to easily get up in the morning. And then that's whenever that cortisol, that's what wakes you up in the morning. So it's very purposeful. We need the cortisol to be coming at the appropriate levels. It's the cortisol that is waking you up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom. And then obviously the kidneys are needing to, they're doing their job, waking you up in the middle of the night. Different thing if you're waking up in the morning and then going to the restroom and then ready to start your day. So food, types of foods that you're eating, mind-altering chemical substances, whether it's mar like smoking marijuana, let alone pharmaceuticals. Oh my gosh, read those side effects. And I don't even want to call them side effects. They call them side effects because that are those are not the effects that they're marketing that medication for, let alone all the mind-altering. It messes with your hormones. Again, it's a chemical. It's a, a chemical that is altering your neurology. It's altering your hormones. It's altering your um, levels of your brainwave state. Hence why it's relaxing your muscles. Hence why it's relaxing you so you don't feel the pain. It is absolutely altering your body and uh, let alone you're taking melatonin hormone, right? Taking that melatonin is altering your melatonin or uh, your melanin, melatonin and your melanin as well, but that's different. It has to do with coloration and everything, but it's messing with the melatonin and your um, mel uh, all that that's not allowing you to get into different levels of sleep. It is absolutely, and, and you'll take that in order to go to sleep. And it's like, oh, but it's real. It's synth like, let alone if it's synthetic, bioidentical, whatever it is, it's not natural substances that are being produced inside of your body. 
using the blue blockers, you're going to activate and change your hormone profile, which is going to change your levels of deep rest. And it's so important to get quality levels of deep sleep so you can wake up invigorated to take on your day and enjoy your day. Just changing those alone is absolutely going to change it, okay? Let alone the substances that you're eating or that um, that you're taking, the mind-altering substances, and then the types of medications that you're taking. You know, it says, be aware, do not be driving while under while taking this. Do not be doing whatever else that could be a danger or a hazard because I know it's going to alter your levels of your hormone, making you go to sleep. So are making you relax and then like put you into groggy sleep. That's another thing. Those substances, um, whatever you're taking to help you go to sleep is going to put you into groggy sleep. I know, or if you're um, abusing cough syrup or abusing any of these, those other syrups, even and like if it's not prescription, even if it's over the counter stuff that you can purchase that's in your medicine cabinet and you're taking this, I know people abuse it all the time in the college scene, um, in the teenage scene, and they're using it for different reasons to get a high or whatever else they're trying to do it for. Do not do that to your body. Your body really is working on your side. If you're not able to go to sleep, there's a reason why you're not able to go to sleep from the stressors throughout the day, you not coming down, you not doing any relaxation techniques before bed, breathing techniques. Pull out an out and pull out an actual book and read from a book, not a drama. That's another thing. So what are you consuming as far as the movies that you're watching? Are those activating your mind from the TV series? Are those activating your mind? Especially when you're really heavily involved, you know what I mean? When you're watching those really good shows, the really good movie, you just couldn't go to sleep. Don't be watching those types of movies right before bed because it's going to keep your mind active because you're so involved in it that it's keeping your mind active to not go to sleep and then consume more of whatever that movie, that show is that is keeping you awake. So same thing when it comes to reading, reading those dramas and, and, and you're really so involved. You're like, ah, I had to keep turning the pages. I had to keep going. Try using a physical book and using books that are going to calm your mind. Okay. Or maybe not or make you sometimes I'm not even going to lie for me. It's stuff. It's information that I really want to know about when I'm learning about, um, say anything health related, but I actually get, I'll get sleepy and I'll get tired because it's not keeping my mind so activated that I have to stay up and listen to it. Or I have to stay up and podcast. I love podcasts, which is why I'm doing podcasts because you can listen to things and fall asleep. Listen to meditations before going to bed. Listen to different brainwave states, which is another thing I recommend that you can do beforehand is plugging in your headphones, your earphones, and then having your phone or whatever your source that you're listening to and listen to the difference, um, getting into deep levels of sleep to restful sleep. There's different hurts, um, um, different hurts and like sign sounds and different sounds that and you, all you can do is you can get on YouTube type, um, Maybe you want to get into um, like refreshing sleep. You can type sleep, sleep um, hurts to listen to. Um, you can li- even if you can get into deep meditations like um, let's see a abundance uh, activation. Whatever you want or you're thinking about, you're like, oh, I'd love to have attracting love into my life, attracting um, e- um, happiness into my life, attracting whatever you want to attract into your life. They have you, there's free YouTube videos that you can listen to that'll be ongoing for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Sometimes they're ongoing for like 12 hours or however long it is, but listening to that before bed. So that way that starts to calm your mind and you'll find your rhythm. You'll find your routine or your ritual and what helps you go to bed. And that's better to listen to that and make sure if you can set it on frequencies that are healthy for you, not 
not not music that's going to keep your mind up, not music that you're falling asleep to that is sad, not music that you're listening to that is uh, that is like um, beating things up and it that's negative. Okay, so let's just leave it at like what we think of as negative, like dying, killing. Um, abuse, sexual abuse, like whatever it is that the music is, make sure it's like, maybe you're better with like classical music, but at a certain frequency, maybe you're better at like sound bowls. It's another thing. Sound bowl frequencies, crystal bowl frequencies. There's other things you can do to calm your body. Those that work with crystals and, um, that utilize that to activate different levels of their chakras that can open up their pineal gland and you're setting the intention, which is the other thing I want to talk about is sending the intention before night. It is so powerful for you to be like in my dream state and you're talking to yourself, whether you want to allow it or in your mind, in my dream state, I'd love for my dream state to be able to allow me, provide me answers on the best way to um, take care of blank for the best way for me to get into deeper levels of sleep or to oh, to um, not just overcome for me to work through this project that I'm working on. And my deep, um, my deep brainwave state and my sleep tonight allow me to receive answers on X, whatever it is. By you setting that intention before going to bed, you're giving permission to your, to your subconscious and to your higher self when you're going into those altered levels of consciousness or altered levels of brainwave states to provide answers. And I'll tell you what, when you wake up in the morning, when you set those intentions, if you stay in the same position, when you wake up, when you naturally rise or when you naturally wake up in the morning, stay in the same position that you're in about a minute for you to recall what you were just dreaming about, to recall what you were just receiving. Even better, if you have something to write it down, don't try to interpret it. Stay in the same position because once you change your position, you could already forget. Just stay in the same position that you're in when you rise up. And, and if it happens multiple times, it's normal for you to rise. You could wake up at like 4 o'clock in the morning depending upon when you went to bed and what your, your rhythms of the deep sleep is and when you're in REM sleep. This is, this is about remembering dreams. could be like 4 o'clock in the morning and then you could easily go back to bed. But whenever you actually are naturally up and ready to get up and get your day started, it might be 4 o'clock in the morning for you. It might be 5 o'clock, whatever time it is. I want you to stay in that same position and then think about what it is. Don't try to interpret what that means to you. Just think about what it was so you can remember it. And then you can get up and you can write it down. Sure, go ahead and type it on your phone, whatever's easier for you to kind of just think about an answer that might come to you. The answer might be very clear and it is going to be clear, but it's going to be clear of what it means for you. Okay. The more that you do that, the more you're giving permission for your body and for your subconscious, for your super conscious to give you information. So you're giving that ability, you're giving permission to yourself to receive answers from yourself, from your soul, from your higher essence that is usually hindered throughout the working day, especially if you're in, um, you're, you're in environments or surrounded by people where you're having to work on like that fight or flight all the time. So that's another way to be able to get into restful sleep. And like I said, on the other side of it, you know if you're ready to start your day, ready to get up, um, it's not always like, yeah, let's go to Disneyland kind of a feeling, but if you're jumping out of, if you're not always jumping out of bed, but if you're rising easily and you're not having to like twist and turn and slowly do this and get yourself, or you need 30 minutes just before you get out of bed or you need five minutes just before you get out of bed that you're not getting restful sleep. 
this is not only going to be helpful for your mind, it's going to be helpful for your body, for anybody suffering from pains and in, in, in being able to recover, even from those that are athletes, like from heavy workouts that you did, being able to allow your body to recover from heavy workouts whenever it's releasing the toxins from the muscles because it is necessary. It's another episode I'm going to do talking about doing and moving um, and doing non-injurious exercise and what that means as well. So I hope you find this all helpful. I really hope you can get into restful sleep sooner rather than later. And it all starts by having that awareness. I love you all. Have a beautiful rest of your day.